How many of y'all are satisfied? Are you happy where you are right now? I mean, are you are you thinking, man, this is this is pretty good right where I'm at? <clears throat> There's been times in my life when when I thought I was satisfied. And I want y'all to understand that those were not the best times of my life. Hindsight. You see, I look back and I can I, now, being on the other side of where I was, I can see that I was satisfied for the wrong reason. I was satisfied with, with the things I had, with the way my relationships with other people was going. I was satisfied with the things of this world, not with the things of God. So let me ask you one more time. How many of you are satisfied? You see, if you're truly seeking God, I don't think you can be satisfied in this life. I don't think you can be satisfied. And what I've come to realize is true for me, if I start to feel satisfied, it's probably because I'm not seeking God. I'm comfortable where I am. What does it mean to be satisfied? Well, the definition of satisfied is having desires fully gratified, made content. Most of us can identify with being content. There's been plenty of times I've been content in my life. I'm just, man, this... Everything's going good. Or maybe after a big meal. Man, I, just, I don't want anything else. I'm full. I'm content. I'm satisfied. But that don't last very long, does it? There's always something, as time passes, you become less content. You become less satisfied. So have... Your desires, let's stop thinking about things of the world for a minute. Have your desires for the things of God ever been satisfied? Mine haven't. I was here praying last night and y'all just begin to I just begin to cry out and scream at the top of my lungs, I'm not satisfied, God. I'm not satisfied. I refuse to be satisfied with what you've given me so far because I want more. I don't think I've fully yet reached what it is that you have for me. I think I've had a little taste of it here and there, but I cried out and said, God, I'm not satisfied. I am not satisfied. I want more. I want more. You see, you can't have enough of what God has. You can never have enough. And He does not ever feel threatened in any way when you say, I'm not satisfied, give me more. See, that's not a greedy nature. That's not something, I'm not trying to hold it on to myself. I'm not trying to look for glory of my own. I want more of what He has. I want His perfect will for my life. I can't get that when I'm sitting still. I can't get that when I'm content. Y'all know the Scripture says He can do exceeding, abundantly, above what you can ask or think. That means anything I can imagine right now, He's already got something better than that. 
He can do way more than what I can dream up. And see, when I start to see a little th- little bit of His impact in my life, I start to see some of His will being fulfilled in my life, I get to a new plane, a new level, and I can look back and say, you know what, I couldn't have imagined God doing that. But now it's reality to me. Now I can understand it because I can see past where I was. But when you're standing in the present, you can't see what's coming ahead. And your greatest imagination, the thing that you think of, man, God, if you would just do this, this would be so awesome. I want you to know today He wants to do more than that. He's not limited by what you expect. He's not limited by your dreams and your your imaginations. He wants more out of you. He wants you desiring more out of Him. Some of y'all may be sitting there saying, okay, well, where's some Scripture? So let me read you some Scripture. I ain't ever going to get up here and not share the Word with you. Psalms chapter 27. Y'all have heard me quote this scripture many times. I'm going to tell y'all right now. It wouldn't hurt one bit if y'all were just to memorize Psalms 27. Wouldn't hurt you one bit, I promise you. Psalms 27 chapter 4. One thing, this is David writing this psalm. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Y'all hear that? See, David had a desire for something in his heart. And he said, that's what I'm going to seek after, and I'm going to seek it, and I'm going to seek it until I get it. Right? I ain't going to give up. There's one thing I desire, and that's what I'm going to seek after. That I may... Let me just stop for a minute. This word right here, y'all get a hold of that. Get a hold of what I just said to you, because there's a whole bunch of you sitting here today that may not have ever pondered one thing that you can seek of from God. You hear that? There's some of you sitting here that have never stopped and thought for one minute, what is it that I can seek after from God? Do you understand that He wants to pour blessings out upon you? He wants you to become more like Him. He made you in His image. Right? We're called Christians. Why? Because we're supposed to be Christ-like. We're supposed to be like Him. So find something to seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. How many times have you went to the temple of God and inquired? I want you all to think now. Listen, this is serious business. I am not up here putting on a show for you today. When was the last time you seriously inquired of God? Ask Him a question and wait for an answer. Expect that God will answer your your request. I didn't say He'd give you everything you want. 
But wait for an answer from God sometimes. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up on a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies. Y'all have enemies? I've got an enemy. I've got an enemy, and there's times in my life I need my head lifted up above my enemy. I need to know that I have a source that's greater than he is. I need to be reminded of that scripture that says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. When you begin to inquire of God, you begin to seek after him, the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to say, oh, I'm tired. I just, I don't have time for this tonight. God, I want I want to hear from you, but I'm just so tired, God. Can we do this later? Satan is going to come upon you and attack. And what you need to say is, Satan, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, and that's you. Greater is He. Y'all just stand on the Word. Stand on the promises of God. Be reminded that He is great. That He is powerful. And I guarantee you, you'll push on through. And now, shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in this tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. Listen. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. Y'all need to cry out to God. Seek Him and say, God, I need You in my my life. I need You in this place. Seek after God and desire something from Him. If you don't desire something from Him, that means you've already found it somewhere else. Right? You're full of something if you ain't full of Him. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Y'all need to get that in your spirit this morning. God is telling you. I I told you a couple weeks ago, God is calling out to you saying, saying, come to me. Desire me. Seek after me. Serve me. He's calling out to you. David's telling you right here that that's the same kind of feeling he had. God, when you said seek after me, I said, Lord, I'm going to seek you. We need to respond to God. See, God is not slack concerning His promises, is what the Word says. He's not slack concerning His promises, as some men count slackness. He desires a relationship with you. And you may be sitting there thinking, well, I ain't seen God move in my life in a long time. Then get on your knees and cry out and say, God, where are you? I need you, God. I need you. Cry out to Him. You see, He's not around you. He's not in your life. He's not a part of what's going on because you haven't sought after Him. You're not seeking Him. You're not looking for Him in your life. When you begin to look, oh, the mighty God, the great God Jehovah will come into the place. 
He will come in. You may have to sit there for an hour. Because He's sitting back going to see how serious you are. He wants to see you push through any kind of, any kind of hindrance that you have within you. And I want to tell you right now, there's several of you here today that have hindrances in them. You've got something in you that you need to let go of. Forget about it. Turn it over to God and say, God, whatever I have, get rid of it and replace it with you. Y'all, I've been there. Man, I've beat my head against a wall I don't know how many times trying to get in the presence of God. And I realize every time, all of a sudden it comes to me and I realize it's just like somebody opened a book and there's a, a big picture of what's going on and it's always me. The Holy Spirit reveals sin in your life. And I guarantee you right now, if there is sin in your life, God will take no part in it. He will take no part in it. Second Chronicles chapter 7. 14 through 16. Most of y'all can quote verse 14 backwards and forwards. You may not know where it is, but you've heard it. Verse 14 says, If my people, underline my people in your Bible. If my people, this is God talking straight to you right now. If my people, how many of y'all consider yourself a child of God today? My people, that's you. We ain't talking to the world. We ain't talking to the reprobates and the heathens. We're not talking about those that need God in their life. I'm talking about God's people which are called by My name, underline My name, shall humble themselves, underline that. Notice He said that first. Humble yourself. Pride will destroy you. Pride will keep you separated from God. My people which are called by My name shall humble themselves and pray. Heaven forbid we have to pray to God and humble ourselves. And I want you to double underline this part. And seek My face. And turn from their wicked ways. You see, these are not all Mutually exclusive. You can think, well, I'm going to humble myself and pray. But I ain't turning from my wicked ways, God. I like them too much. There's too much pleasure in my wicked ways. I'm going to seek You. I'm going to call myself a Christian. I want to be called by Your name. But I don't want to get rid of my wicked ways. These are all vital parts of what God's going to tell you here turn from their wicked ways, then, only then, after all these other criteria have been met, 
Are y'all hearing me this morning? Y'all don't, y'all don't fall asleep on me right now. Listen now. Let me start over. I'll drag it out if I have to. Y'all come on. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. It don't stop there. Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attent unto the prayer that is made in this place. God ain't answering your prayers. God is not a part of your life. You don't feel His presence like you used to. You might want to look at verse 14. You might want to consider that some of those things might apply to you. Just throwing that out there. You take it for what it's worth. You see, it says that then... He'll hear your prayer. Then He's going to pay attention to what you're asking. Then and only then. Not before. Verse 16, For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever. And mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. Y'all, if you're not seeking God... There's a reason why you're not. It's because you're already satisfied. Y'all, I'm not satisfied. You know, we have, I have periods of time when it feels like I'm going up. And I'll kind of level off. Every now and then I may dip down a little. You know, all of us do. But right now I feel like I'm just running like this. And guys, I want to go up. I want to keep climbing. I want to keep getting to that next level. I want to keep being promoted in the kingdom of God. I don't want to sit still. I don't want to be stagnant. I want the greatness that God has for me. Whatever it is, I don't care. Y'all need to cry out, I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I'm not going to stay right where I am. I want to move on. I want to keep doing whatever God has for me. I want to do more. I want to do more one of the songs we sing is more it's more of your glory more of your glory that's what they cry out in that song more of your glory guys I want more I'm not satisfied where I am I look back over my life and I'm probably at the best place I've ever been that ain't good enough that ain't good enough last time I checked Jesus has not returned. Word tells us that He's coming after people that love His appearing. Desire Him. Desire Him. That's what He's crying out to you today. Desire Me. Hunger after Me. I don't want you to leave here today the same way you came in. And y'all listen. This is just country boy logic. But if you leave the same way you came in here today, that means you're satisfied with the way you came in. 
That means you didn't need nothing else. Don't that make sense? You see, this is, I heard somebody refer to it one time as church being the getting place. This is where you get what God has for you. Look, I ain't saying you can't encounter God out there in the world and in your own personal life, but why? Well, you're already here. You're already here. Come get what God has for you. Don't leave here in the same sad shape you were. And you may say, well, my life ain't that bad. I I think it's going pretty good. Well, wouldn't you want it to be better? Wouldn't you want God to move on you and, and it be better than it was when you came in? Listen, you don't have to leave here satisfied like that. God has filled me so many times. Oh man, I just long for those times when God, oh His presence comes in and you can call me crazy, I don't care. I really don't. And that's the way it is when, when you encounter God, you don't care. Because that's, that's where it is. That's where the goodness is. I've got an uncle. Y'all just bear with me for a minute. I've got an uncle that loves watermelon. Man, we used to, I used to help my dad lay brick during the summer. <clears throat> and he used to grow watermelons. Him and my dad worked together. And he would bring a watermelon at lunchtime. And we would cut that thing open. And man, I love watermelon. I don't know about y'all. Some people hate it. But I love it. He would eat. The only part he would eat was the heart. It ain't but, you know, this big. I want more watermelon than that. And I would ask him, Uncle Jesse, why do you only eat the heart? He said, because that's the good part. And you better not try to stick your spoon over there or knife or whatever and cut a piece of that because that was his. He wanted the good stuff, right? He wanted the best part. He didn't want the stuff that's out by the by the rind where it starts getting kind of no flavor and even kind of bitter sometimes. He didn't want none of that. He wanted right there where you could see the sugar on top of it, right? He wanted that best part right there. That's it. When he had ate the heart, he was done. He didn't care how much it was. He didn't want none of the other. That speaks volumes, y'all. You may think that's a simple little analogy, but I'm here to tell you right now, if more Christians today would start seeking the good part of what God has to offer, and not just say, well, I'll ease in a little bit, and I'll get over here by the rind, <coughs> where nobody else wants to bother with it, I'll just get this little piece over here. You see, if they would just say, no, I don't want to worry with all of that stuff, I ain't going to waste my time with that stuff. I want the heart. I want the best part. God. Y'all, I cried last night. I cried like a baby. I hollered and screamed. It's a wonder people wasn't sending ambulances out here the way I was hollering and screaming in this place last night. I was crying out to God. God, I'm not satisfied. I want more. 